0: And welcome to a very special episode of Safe Space. Uh, I am driving home. I know no, normally Safe Space is a rant podcast, but my buddy, I'm driving back from Las Vegas with one of my favorite people on the planet. Please welcome to Safe Space, the one and the only Jimmy Schubert, everybody. Trips is in the house, dude. We are mobile podcasting.
1: We're pulling out of that giant city with a thermometer on it that looks like a child abduction van broken down on the side of the road right there pizza gate pizza gate in the hizzy, in and, the hizzy. and then we we were heading uh back to los angeles
0: dude after like seven days in vegas
1: i mean that's yeah that alone you know
0: yeah so we're driving so uh, how was your week at brad garrett's uh you've been uh really gushing about how great Brad Garrett is, and what a nice dude he is.
1: Well, first off, yeah, you know you, you're in Vegas, which is awesome, and uh, that you're doing uh, what I think is like a, a premier comedy club. I mean You do one show a night. I just happened to be working this week with Brad Garrett, who I've never met before, but I'm a big fan. He is. Oh, a, this is
0: the first time you met him.
1: Yeah, uh, he's. Really? Just, oh, dude, he's a monster. He's I a. Yeah, that. he's a monster on stage. I mean. Dude, he does like he's just hilarious, and 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 then he happens to be the sweetest guy you ever want to meet offstage, He's just a sweetheart, and it, he got a great green room, and they got whatever you want. They got they got cokes, they got everything's all loaded up. They got they got like this old dude.
0: You know you, you know you're a comic when you appreciate cokes in a green room. Dude, let me tell you something. But it's but it's also got bottles
1: of water, and he's got this old antique. It's like a pharmaceutical, like an old pharmaceutical chest. With like probably like Prozac, know, 15, no, 15 drawers along the top, and then you know bigger drawers down the bottom. But they're all filled with candy, you know. And yeah. each drawer has something specific in it. Like you know, one's there's Pop-Tarts, there's there's Snickers bars, there's uh, Kit Kat bars in one drawer. Oh, I mean, it's dude, like, I would like, just it's that's ridiculous. why I get
0: fat on sets because I just love. I love. Yeah,
1: and 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 you could tell that he he takes such pride in the way the club is laid out, because it's designed so well. It's like old-school Vegas showroom stuff. It really is. And uh, so it's one of those rooms that I think that I play that, like, you know, dictates that I wear a suit and ties. Yeah, so I, I noticed
0: that, dude. Uh, do you enjoy wearing a suit? Because I... I used to wear a suit doing naughty shows, and I just would sweat the fuck out of like a Hugo Boss, and I would ruin a Hugo Boss. Yeah,
1: well, it does. It get does a little get a, get a little crunchy towards the end of the week. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But Do you bring a couple suits or one suit? No, I
1: bring like uh, I bring a couple suit. Co- I brought two, three suit coats actually, and uh and uh, one suit, and then, you know, mix it up a little bit. I wore, you know, the, the black jeans with a black suit coat, not yes. the same one from the suit. Yes. And then I had this thing It's uh, you know, this uh, the little jacket I have Comedians on.
0: Comedians have always loved, like, the dress-up, but not totally dress-up. You remember, like, the 80s, it was, yeah, like, but I have, but dress I, coat and jeans. Yeah.
1: But, you know, you have – I just think that, like, the showroom is great that you should at least dress up at least that much. You know what I mean? 100%. 100%. Now, Don't going to wear a tie, but I, I opted for the tie because I think it looks good. And you know what the great thing about it is, especially in today's day and age – Like, I'm, all, I'm not on stage in a hockey jersey. I'm up there killing it in a suit and tie I with a matching something. fucking pocket square. Yes. And you know what, bro? That's old school shit, and people like it. I know not everybody works in a suit and tie, but I happen when I'm in Vegas. There's two rooms. The Borgata in Atlantic City, because it's a nine hundred and ninety-nine seat theater. And if I was doing theaters, I would always dress
0: up. Oh, I boy. just think it's different. It actually dresses up your point of view. When I do a bigger show when I do a big show, yeah. I wear a suit. Yeah. I wear a suit. So didn't somebody do a showcase with you in uh, shorts? We won't say names but they showed up in shorts.
1: Yeah, well, in all fairness, he didn't know that he was gonna be doing a guest, said his agent set it up for him. But he shows up, and it's so funny. Uh,
0: I wouldn't even go to a comedy club in shorts. Like even yeah, the comedy me, store. Me when I go, I wouldn't. I would make sure I'd pants up. So on. then,
1: dude, this is the story of the. This is the story of the week. Ready? Yeah. So at Brad Garrett's Monday. Yeah. Uh, great set. Meet Brad, sweetheart. His brother Paulie that runs it.
0: Sweetheart, great people. You know. Tuesday night. Those are the best clubs too. The ones that are yeah. mom and pop places.
1: Yeah. Tuesday night. Jerry Seinfeld stops in. Oh, my God. And wants to do a 25-minute like guest set because he's working on some new stuff for Netflix. And I think that the premise oh, yeah, was he that he's going he, to... It's, al- it's almost going to be like a one-man show-ish where he takes you through how he got to where he got with his material. Did he have
0: cameras with him?
1: No. He was just there with his manager, George Shapiro, who I've also never met. So I walk in. You're sitting there with Brad. I walk in in a suit and tie. I walk in a suit and tie, and Brad told me later. He goes, you know, Jerry's pulled me aside. He said, you know, what, it's great to see guys actually showing up in a suit and tie, but it's you know. Anyway, no, I but respect the shit out of it. So he goes up, he goes up and does 25 million, and just the place goes nuts. I think the crowd thought that Brad Garrett was joking when he said Jerry Seinfeld, until he walks out of the curtain, they go. Like, I mean, like the Beatles Backyard just showed crazy. up. Like the Beatles showed up. And it's a club, it's like a 350-seat room. So it was like off the charts. Like, ah, you can hear it backstage. And then he proceeds to do a 25-minute set, took a couple of questions and answers.
0: Was he supposed I, to do 25 minutes? Or yeah, was- yeah.
1: Brad shaved down. Brad shaved down. And so did the, they shave five off of my buddy Dale Jones, who also did a great job this week. Oh, that's week. great. So he had to follow. good Brad's just hilarious. And, dude, just crowds. His crowds love him. They love him. He's hilarious. Schumer,
0: you are a great guy to follow him, too, because, you know, it's like you've been doing it forever. You've been in the pits of the OR, the original room at the comedy store. You know how, like, you know you know how to walk into a 5 o'clock fire. You know, it's like yeah. everything's on fire. Fireman's got to save the day. And that's what. and the reason that works, man, is the reason comedy store comics are so strong is there's no host. You have to go right up after someone just – a famous person just flame throw the rooms, and you have to one be cool, calm, collected, and be a, an assassin.
1: Yeah, and just walk up there. You know, it's it's funny, I, dude. I mean, I, I mean, you do this long enough, different stuff happens in the room. I had a guy have a seizure at one of my shows, like in, in the
0: crowd, or yeah, in
1: the crowd. And she and I thought, like, something happened. And the wife goes, he needs somebody. And I go, okay, calm down, lady. Yeah. I said, is there a doctor in the house? I said, somebody in the back in a couple cold rags. And I said, call 911. Guy jumps across two tables, goes, I'm a doctor. Lays the guy on the floor. I said, Everybody stand back, make some room. I'm doing play by play. Oh, You're the, like the John Madden. I'm doing Man play of by seizures. play from the stage. That's right. Great. Yeah. Doing John Madden for the season. I respect the that. I go, is he gonna be okay? They go, Oh yeah, he's gonna be okay. I said, Great. So everybody relaxes he's gonna be okay, he goes, he's gonna be fine. I good. I go, all right, this Irish guy, a Jewish guy, and I go try to go back into the act. Boom. Then he that no, but which didn't fly. And she goes, Will you knock it off? I go, you knock it off. I've seen this before. Yeah. People trying to beat a check. Then the freaking paramedics, <laughs> then the paramedics show up, <laughs> then the paramedics show up, and they go, "Was the guy Zach really that bad?" Oh. I said, "Hey, I would have killed if you two douchebags didn't show up." <laughs> That's all right, so funny, <laughs> dude. 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 <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, you don't know how to handle that until you have to handle right. it. And you're right. Totally, being, totally. Being in beast mode at the comedy store when you got to follow everybody who just fucking annihilates all the time. Bro. Yeah, you got to bring your A game every single dude. time, man. It's just. You know, Dude, so, but yeah, so during so, my so, week, so, go on, go, go on, go, go on, on. on. I want to finish the Seinfeld story. Please do, please. Which is great. So, Jerry was just like you expect him to be like comedians and cars getting coffee. Very right. laid back, very chill, right. very nice. You could talk to him and, uh, you know, and then uh, did a great job. And I had to I wound up, to, I got a picture with him, which also, uh, you know, Jonathan Katzmeyer, the meter, the guy that was a big critic for the Las Vegas review. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, he clips that picture runs it in his article he does the whole story about oh that's great yeah and uh, and and it was great he was supposed to come by the next night but he spent all day the next day he was doing the comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Lewis which I'm sure just wore him the fuck out you know yeah so he didn't show up the second Jerry night.
0: Lewis is not the easiest interview
1: right so the next night Guess what? Everybody's showing up thinking Seinfeld's going to be there. He doesn't make it. And it's Jonathan Katz. I don't even know. Call, I call him Jonathan Katz. But he's a big reviewer for the Las yes. Vegas Review. Yes. He shows up with Clint Holmes, who's like Las Vegas royalty, open for freaking everybody. Yeah. And Antonio Fargas. Huggy Bear from fucking Starsky and Hutch. That's amazing. Starsky and Hutch, fucking Huggy Bear, come back to the room, and I had a killer set on fucking Wednesday, and fucking Huggy Bear comes back and goes, hey man, Antonio Fargo. And like, they, they couldn't believe I knew who they were. Like, cause I knew Clint Holmes from 20 years ago. He used to open for Joe Rivers in Vegas. I mean, he's like last He's open for fucking everybody. So I know who the dude was. That's amazing. And then he goes, I'm t- in go. I know who you are, man. You're, you, you, I said, you're Huggy Bear from that show about the Alaskan sled dog and the potato that solved crimes. Husky and starch yeah I, I did that and he started fucking laughing but anyway, I was just busting balls but you love huh, it I love it Hung out with those guys it was great. It was like a killer two nights but like like only kind of night you could have in Vegas. Like yeah, that kind dude. of thing, or in LA, you know, where where people come back to your show That's like that. That's Great, dude. That's
0: yeah. great. Now, dude. how
1: was your week? You started to tell you, I cut my, you off. Well, my, I
0: wanted to tell you that I, a couple things went crazy in my week, but I had a great week. The LA Comedy Club is great. It's like a it's like a mini version of the OR. It's a nice dark room. I like
1: you. Look, I like those guys. They're uh, good people, they, man. Yeah, they're good people. Well, I jo- Joaquin blessed. and Matt. Yeah, and they're great guys. I used they to work for them me back about in the-
0: twice a year. I can't complain we were packed almost every night except for one and they have they you know, just have a down night sometimes you yeah, you know and you know, man because I, it's just slow Wednesday night uh thir- Wednesday night was slow yeah no when- Wednesday night was packed they couldn't believe it and then Thursday night we had like 30 40 people and they're like yeah it's slow I'm like dead. This is like a fine thing. I'm fine with it, you know. Yeah, but you know, I and you gotta give props to
1: those guys. Those guys have been in a couple different casinos. They hustled around. They had some. They fallen on some oh, tough they're times. they're great, but they keep coming back and, and coming back. But this back room
0: and, is their room, dude. This is their room, Good. and it's really great. And like they got,
1: they do <laughs> a show there, I dude. Remember, called,
0: I remember doing a room
1: when they were at the Four Queens down on Fremont Street. I but, did
0: that room too. Yeah, I know. It. I uh, did that room too. Then I did their Plan Hollywood. I thought maybe there was one more, and then I've been doing this one, and uh, they were real, dude. It's really great. They have a fun night. They have a fun show there, dude, and it's called the Stool, and it's where you go up and you have to do new material. Oh, that's you great. You can't do old material, and it was packed, dude. And I was like, that's cool. People shit.
1: love that stuff. People love like that, like the. It's like I don't know if you ever done set list over at the UCB.
0: No, I keep hitting them up the do set list and. I, I would love to. I was booked to do it and then I got unbooked for some reason. I don't know. But, you know, Paul yeah. Evans is a very cool cat. I met him. Uh, we were both in this movie together. He's a good. I, I really like Yeah, but him. It's,
1: I love the premise of it. It's, like, it's exactly where improv meets stand up kind of thing, where you don't know what these lines are, they're going to feed you, stage and you're writing. already on I love stage. It.
0: Yeah, so it's... I uh, fucking love it, dude. Yeah, it's a, it's a
1: great uh, it's a, it's a great concept for a show anyway, So for sure.
0: So uh, I'm doing it with Bran Tobler, who's a great comic. By the way, Bran Tobler tells a story on stage about how him and his brothers tried to kill their father because he was a, just a total scumbag. And I'm like, is there a statute of limitations on attempted murder? Is there? I yeah,
1: mean, well, like, he's a comedian, and like, you know, you're like, I'm, I'm joking, you're like, what are you gonna do? He's,
0: he's a comedian, he must be
1: joking. I'm Although, hoping. I'm sure there's a little grain of truth in everything that... Uh, there's every always
0: some truth in something. But he was doing stand-up, and we were getting ready to go up, and I think it was Saturday night, Saturday, no, 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 it was Friday night, and the show was showroom was packed, and this, uh, this black guy's just hanging out in front of the club, and he's just hanging out, and he's staring at the the comics who are playing, and he goes to Brant. He goes, Brant. He goes, uh, excuse me, sir. Are you a comedian? And Brant goes, Yeah. He goes, Oh man, I've never met a comedian before. I'd love to. I'd love to take a picture with you. And uh-huh. I just something about that had my spider senses tingling. tingling yeah. And I was like, Why is this guy doing like that's weird. Like you you just want to take a picture with it, someone you've never m- met a comic before. Yeah. I Just Sounded weird. So I go in to see how the show's going because it's packed house flame throwing. I uh, Come back out brand Tobler's got like a, a, a book report in front of him. I go dude. What's up? He goes I just got served Some guy served him court papers. Why was there?
1: dude Welcome to show business bro. Welcome.
0: And that's show not business. the first time that's ever happened. That's the second time this has happened to me. Tara Patrick was doing my show and she got served papers. Why she was on stage? It's like, what a fucking asshole you gotta be to serve papers why you're on why somebody's on stage performing.
1: Well, dude, that's uh that's hilarious, but that's the funny thing about Being a performer, they know where you're going to be to serve you. Yeah. Otherwise, you're ducking them at the house.
0: You can't be in the witness protection program and be a touring comedian. It's the middle of March. There's a knock on my door. No one's trick-or-treating. It must be somebody who's trying to serve me. You know? It happened to Tara Patrick, too. She's doing a naughty show during Comic-Con. And this guy sat there. He was sitting there. He had a computer out, and everyone's like, "What is going on? Why is this guy got a computer?" And then he just during the show, he walks up to Tara Patrick, who's an angel, one of the nicest people you ever meet, hands him fucking court papers. You've been served, and walked up. Like, what a shitty job that is. I like, I understand you got to get, you know, you got to yeah. pay the bills, but what an awful gig that has to ask me that. That's up there with like parking enforcement and yeah. like tow truck driver. Now, there's tow truck drivers who help people. Who, yeah, you're you know, talking you're, about the
1: guys who clip your car out of a parking lot yeah. when no one's parking there it's anyway. Like, what a and then charge way. you like $250 to get your car back. And then
0: there's like, dude, fuck it, man. You fucking parked illegally. And they get, they get so angry because they know what they're doing is bullshit and it's eating at their soul yeah. and it just makes them angrier. Hmm. And when you do something you really don't love, you know, nobody grows up wanting to be the guy who tows cars just to make a dollar. Nobody does that. You know, you fall into a job and then you just... You keep going, going, going. It's like these cops at the fucking North Dakota for just beating the shit out of these Native Americans. It's like, dude, who grows up wanting to be stormtroopers, man? Like, you're literally a stormtrooper. Who wants to fucking be that? And eventually it wears on you. Because when you start doing shit just for a check, it's your soul starts going out. As comedians, yeah, we do some gigs maybe we don't like. This guy came to my show, which was very cool. And he was like, yeah, dude, I do cruises. I think I can get you into some dirty cruises. And I'm like, okay, I'll fucking totally would love to do that. I don't know if I could do a clean show. It just... It's not my. I don't need the money right now. Maybe there will come a time where I will, and i might to have to clean. Well, you it up. know I,
1: think, I don't think it's like that. I think I can work either way. I've done forty minutes where you don't drop one f bomb, but it's it's not being clean or dirty. They just don't want you to be offensive. Yeah. I think they they, they say clean or dirty, but yeah. they really mean That's please what comes down don't be to. offensive. Yeah. Don't so, be. So a- so you can work a little edgy. I mean, I'm an adult here. I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? I, think I like this is to this... talk about adult shit. Yeah, well, exactly, and it's an adult show, and like you know, but it's like when, when you see these people in the audience that get offended by something you say, is like, wait a second, you can't control how you feel about something. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to watch and uh, exercise, you know, my First Amendment right to say whatever the fuck I want. I no, do a I joke
0: think... about how I before the show, and I do this just to clip it. I do a joke about how all the comics in the back, we pray to the comedy gods. Uh, we go, please, comedy gods, help us make white women over 40 laugh, because that's the number one demographic for. Want to talk to the management? They love. I just talk about how much they love talking to the manager. Yeah, it's
1: that Yelp mentality. They get
0: that fucking hard nipples. And they get to, when you hear talk to the management, white women over 40s pussies start to fucking just get damp at the thought. They practice talking to managers before they go to the show. And it nips some shit because it lets them know that, like, dude, this is comedy. If you don't like a joke, next joke. Next joke. If you really, really want to hurt a comic, just stare at them. Don't give them anything.
1: Don't even Yeah, give them yeah but you know it's so funny? I don't even have a trick around that. You know what I do? I just focus on the people in my audience that are laughing and have a good time. I try hard. I glance over those other people. That's
0: my trick. I glance I over those other people. I was talking to a woman today. I'm like, you're just sitting here mean mugging me the whole show. It's literally like you went to a strip bar, got a lap dance and then just play defense the whole time. Yeah, but you know what's funny, bro? That says more about them than it
1: does about you. 100%. You know, there they are projecting your, you know, who knows what happened in their lives that day, you know what I mean? I mean? That's why I do what I do, because maybe I can sit there and bring some happiness and joy into somebody's life. I, I find, love it. I yeah. find it therapeutic, you know? But, you know, I do it I do it the way that I can live with, you know? I can, I can go either way. I can work really blue and, and dirty, or I can go completely clean, you know? I the, can, too. I go, yeah. I go, I go, go you I know, no.
0: I, can go, I can go clean. I did a whole hour clean. I just do more crowd work yeah. with the crowd. I, I
1: did my wedding set the other night. I did something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Oh, I love Hey, wait Hello. a minute. Hey, hey, Hello. It's, it's a comedy podcast, bro. We're in the middle of the desert. We're about to get abducted by Elvis. Yeah. Bigfoot's his head, and uh, Big Big is, by Big co-pilot. Yeah, dude,
0: 100%. <laughs> now, do you know that the, uh, you remember we passed the zizik? Yeah. And you see the ZZC, the X, X, Z, Y, X. Yeah. All that is, I, I I talked about this on the last podcast, supposedly you can only go so far down that street before you get stopped by military, because there, there is this notion that there's something mystical that way, like very, huh. like, powerful, mystical energy. Well, you think they let us podcast from the edge of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I it. we should just stare at it and just, like, do some weird shit. Yeah. Like, some weird stranger things going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked a lot about politics, man, and uh, you know, Jimmy Schubert. You and I are kind of on the same thing. You, you're a libertarian. You and I are both kind of like more open-minded to see what could happen with Trump. And, well, uh, look,
1: what, look, man. I, I mean, we had an election. This country. I mean, what if, what I, well, here's the thing. Look, that's what we do in this country. We elect the yeah. Democrat for eight years. We elect the yeah. Republican for eight years. Yeah. Now, people may have not have. Like you know, some people, uh, the, you know, and I'm talking about the low-information people that don't that, that want to watch a guy like you know Trevor Noah jump up on a soapbox and and and, I and do their critical question? Th- and do their critical thinking for them rather than doing an investigating and finding out for themselves. It's like look, I go, I mean, what did Trump do? I mean, certainly, I don't know what he did. No, no, to, no. To, they to,
0: overshot to, their load on trying to kneecap them. Yeah, they well, hit him so hard that people are now numb to it. They don't care. Yeah. they really don't care. Well, exactly.
1: I, I, apparently, they haven't heard about the story about the boy who cried wolf it's like
0: look if you keep saying all this
1: stuff and none of it turns out to be true then i'm not gonna believe you next time you actually have something important to say you've actually lost the ability to cover the cover the administration you think don
0: lemon cries himself to sleep at night on cnn just because Uh. he's such a fucking sold his soul for a fucking job in which he does propaganda for some bad fucking people i mean i really do like Nobody likes... Imagine being in a position where nobody likes you. And you know, your ratings, you're, you're the face of something where your ratings are just down in the... Sh- nobody watches CNN. Yeah. Their podcasts get bigger fucking numbers, dude. Let me yeah. ask you, what's your thoughts about uh, the fact that a lot, with the exception of Bill Maher, most of your political comedy shows are from foreigners. Most of the U.S., Yeah, what's right there is a
1: slap in my face. It's like, you know what? Don't come here bitching to me about how bad fucking America is when you don't live in your own country because it's so fucking shitty, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know. It's
0: just an interesting statement. It's like, I personally think I have nothing against Trevor Noah. He's done nothing to me and I wish him none but success.
1: And likewise, but you know what? You're, You're
0: from South Africa.
1: I, this is a, you know look at some of the history of they done you're over here bitching yeah, about America like,
0: look at your, your your country a fucking guy with no legs shot a supermodel you're you're the last person to be bitching about yeah, yeah. well you you could probably go back to your country and get a fucking uh,
1: <laughs> probably get a talk show in your yeah. country on a comedy channel in South Africa yeah he, oh, that's, oh, right. that's why
0: he got it but my personal opinion is and I love uh, I love the people on the show they have there's two friends of mine Roy Wood Jr.'s on and he's doing a great job and I want him to do great. It's just, yeah, yeah. I, I no, think I like Trevor Roy. Noah got the job because they wanted to kill that brand. That The Daily Show was so powerful and that people were getting their news from The Daily Show that they wanted to kill off the brand
1: well that's an interest that's an interesting point I it was mean, too but, powerful but that but that show also launched the network i mean why would you
0: fucking kill the gold Luke goose that laid the golden eggs because that's was people's news source they stopped laid, and all it was doing was just ripping off us ripping conservatives yeah ripping but not, cons- yeah but nobody, i think that's why john stewart stepped down because he started to realize that it's all bullshit that there's no good or you know it's not r's and d's Dude, it's all no, bullshit no, no, it's
1: not r's and d's you know the difference between the r's and d's is the difference between coke zero and diet coke bro yeah it really is i yeah. mean you know for, for, for you know, look I, I'm, I'm done with all the smooth talk po- talking politicians i don't give a shit go do what the fuck you said you were gonna do and then i know for once in my lifetime i could watch a
0: guy actually go do what he said he was gonna do
1: And whether you agree with him politically you brought up a
0: great point about how he kind of you know has destroyed the the Democratic Party. I mean, the well, DNC. dude, he, he
1: eviscerated the Republicans first. Like a fucking hot knife through butter, all 17 candidates. And if you watch what he did, he did it by branding everybody else. Not branding himself. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's Lion Ted. It's Little Marco. It's Crooked Hittery. It's Low Energy Jeb. He was branding everybody. He was, he was, like, he was like King Lear meets Rodney Dangerfield, bro. Yep. He was just sitting there, and he was hilarious. Chuck Schumer's crying, and it's a mean bill. And he goes, yeah, give me the number of Chuck. Chuck schumer's acting coach all right because yeah. i know chuck he's not a crier dude i laughed so hard at that i thought that was the funniest thing he's no, not he
0: doesn't play by the rules that he doesn't but people by, like that people you know, you know they, they try to- want honesty dude not just like go. you know people don't people want real politicians who are people and not politicians which is this go around suck off everybody plays Fucking together yeah. you know and it's just theater and it's like I've said before it's pro wrestling and it's just like I think they fucking tried to kneecap Trump so much so much that they fucking that that now it's like people are over it and I don't know if that was done on purpose or not but man it's about well, getting- I, I
1: gotta tell you I think Trump i mean, there's two Trumps there's the there's the public persona of Trump Which was great. And then there's the guy inside Donald Trump operating the public persona. And that guy inside Trump happens to be a freaking genius because he sucks up all the oxygen. Even when they're talking bad about him, they're still talking about him. Yep. And Donald Trump's one of those guys who realizes there's no bad, such thing as bad publicity. As he said, oh, I be, my, spell my name right, T-U-R-M-P, and people bought into it. And he played the media like a secondhand fiddle. And he treated them like the fucking liberal henchmen that they are. And they fu- and he fucking tricked them and did side fakes on them, and they fell and bit every time. Because yep. it's watching the media is like watching a yep. bunch of fucking three-year-olds play t-ball the one kid hits it the whole fucking infield runs after the ball they all catch up with it and there's nobody to relay the story or tell the story or do any follow-up no, that otherwise they you. you know what nobody's doing any of that uh woodward and bernstein shoe leather out there beating the sidewalk reporting get tracking down leads no, like like they like deep, like deep throat, throat when they broke the watergate story on nixon did. Well, yeah, but back then they did.
0: Yeah, they did. Back
1: then they did. Dude,
0: if if Watergate happened today, they would fucking, nothing would happen to Nixon, and they would blame everything on the security guard who fucking caught them. That's what would yeah. happen.
1: Yeah, well, but but again, but, you know, there's there's people out there that, that, that you know, look, you, you want to make a difference in the world, go feed uh, homeless people, man. Go read yes. to sick kids and then go, go yes. to an old age home and, and visit with some old people just yeah. for the reason, because yep. because totally. you want to make a difference in the world. Do shit like that, okay? You putting on fucking pussy hats that some fucking 16-year-old girl in China had to sew for fucking 18 hours yep. till her fingers bled yep. so you could wear your stupid pink hat yep. and make a dumb fucking thing. You go do that fucking million woman march yeah. in any other country, they turn the fire hoses on you and it turns into the world's largest wet t shirt contest. No, I'm with you. On you know what I mean? One, I mean, first off, you know, my pussy, my choice, my pussy, my. Well, great, you could kill your fucking baby. But you ever notice everybody's for abortion has already been born? Yeah. You know, look, I get, here's the thing take it for somebody who doesn't have a uterus. You get two, okay? You get two. Okay, but if you're twenty eight and you had five, nobody's gonna fuck that haunted house of a pussy of yours. That's okay? so funny,
0: dude. I do Jeez. believe that. I, I, I do believe you know what's really weird, dude? Is that I, I, I met porn stars who are, like pro life. It's so weird. Like I met like I, I was at the AVNs and there was a bunch of porn stars who described themselves <laughs> as like Conservative, like to the point where it's just like yeah, but you know why
1: though? And I, I maybe we had to touch on this the other day when we were having dinner, but it was like. You know, attractive women are almost always conservative and, and lean that way because attractive women can attract a great mate who can provide for her and take care of her and they can create beautiful babies together. It's always like the ugly ones look like they get hit in the head with a bag of fucking nickels, look like she's got a blanket stuffed <laughs> down the front of her fucking pants, looks like a fucking vajumic, right? They're, they're the ones who always rely heavily on the state and the federal government to pay for my fucking abortions, to pay for my fucking, you know, right. because attractive right. women can always fucking work and make a Living, and they can right. also find men who can do that. And I never heard that put that way before. But it's interesting, and I'm sure I don't know if you have a lot of uh, women. But you know what, dude? This, I heard this.
0: Great- I, I meet a lot of women who are like, I'm pro women. I'm not. I'm not necessarily feminist because it's been an overreach, dude. It's just been an overreach, dude. No, dude. Let
1: me let me just let me just give you this quote. Okay. I'm gonna give you this quote. All right. And this comes from uh, somebody I've been reading a lot. I think she's great. Uh, this is from uh, Camille Paglia. You know who she is? No. Camille Paglia. She writes for. Uh, she's a. She's been a, a, a great writer. She does like political pieces. But she, yeah. But this is a quote from her. She said, "Men have sacrificed and crippled themselves physically and emotionally to feed, house, and protect women and children." None of their pain or achievement is registered in the feminist rhetoric, which portrays men as oppressive and callous exploiters. Dude, I read that and said, oh, my God, that's it. She hit it on the fucking screws with that. Yeah. She hit it on the fucking screws with that. Because that's what you're feeling. That's what I'm feeling. I mean, you know, dude, it's like you live in America. What's your fucking problem?
0: I agree. It's just, it's ridiculous. You know, we had talked about, you know. Your
1: fucking garbage disposal eats better than 40% of the people in the free world. You got running fucking drinking water and tap water. You you, you can go fucking it's my find theory, a job. You, you can go on the internet and learn whatever the fuck you want to learn. You're going to only held back by your own limit, by your own uh, powers, your know, own limitations. I mean, you could do anything you it- want in the world Dude, we're doing a podcast at 55 miles an hour, getting chased by a UFO that fucking. Elvis is driving with Bigfoot, bro. You could do anything.
0: A great example is a human dumpster fire of uh, Leah Dunham who was uh, complaining that Odell Beckham was sexist because he didn't give her the time of day when they were at an event together it's like you're a dumpster fire and i wouldn't say that just because of how she looks you know i w- it's just like over and over again they fi- like she's like she did like stuff about uh, safe uh, environment for women uh, on campuses when she she admits that she uh, claimed Fake, false rape against the guy and have ruined his she, life. She's fucking delusional. First off,
1: bro. Look, people like Odell oh, Beckham
0: fucks nines and tens, dude. Yeah, yeah but uh,
1: great. I, I, I'm gonna say that probably is accurate. But listen, here's the thing. It's like you know. You know, you save spaces. The fucking world doesn't operate like that. No, it's not There's no real. Space spaces. It's you not wanna, you real. Wanna get kids, fucking trophies. Failure is every bit a part of success, as fucking success is. You gotta fail. You gotta fall in your business. You don't become a millionaire unless you file bankruptcy two and three fucking times.
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah. I you do got a got joke it. about this yeah, well, where it's like, uh, you ever did you? Uh, the joke goes that you ever seen the Facebook video, mm. uh, from. Uh, Planet Earth, it's it's a, a series called Planet Earth, and it's about how baby lizards get born and they take one breath of air and then they just fucking run, because fucking pit vipers are coming down to eat them, and they, there's no safe space, there's no timeouts, there's no anti-bullying. It's run or fucking die, and that is adulthood. If you get fucked, you leave the nest, you better fucking run, homeboy. boy. I left the
1: nest when I was 18. Yeah, I, Dude, when run! I was... Run! Run, right? Dude, it's so funny. The last time I went back, my folks came to the airport and picked me up. And my mom goes, you just turned 18, and you just left and never came back. And I said, you know what, Mom? I'd sound sad, but I have to tell you, you know why I did? Because you instilled enough confidence in me to believe that I could go do whatever it is I wanted to do in my life. 100%. And it was up to me to do it. And I had a dream, dude. And I had a dream. And I left. And now, you know, freaking dude, I'm making my, I've am making. i been making my living for a long time making people laugh. Dude, you Not are a—, in itself is a at the itself as a the
0: day you are a professional comedian dog and that is that's that that's the prize man that is the gift that is the love that you have worked your ass off enough yeah and, and, and I get to they, they let me act once in a while yeah. which is awesome which is
1: another way be creative I get to do podcasts I get to hang out with my buddies I get to do all kinds of creative
0: shit that's right Jedi Hana's. It's, did they just name a restaurant I just saw a billboard Jedi, Jedi Hanas Jedi Hanas Like Benny Hanas and, and a t- Jedi Jedi dude, Hanas Dude Cause
1: we just came through I told you We got the giant alien Dude bro. we got aliens I, 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 we Doing fucking
0: teriyaki On our buttholes Dude that's what this area is you're gonna get a shish kebab, asshole. You're gonna turn your bob, asshole, into kebab. <laughs> <laughs> <Welcome> to-
1: <laughs> Don't take us off the road into a ditch, bro. Dude, That's hilarious. Welcome to At Jedi Hanas. Jedi Hanas. You're walking. A guy holds up a flipper with three fingers on it. <laughs> How many in your party? Five. Oh, this guy must have used to cook here. That Jedi Hanas. Someone dude. took off three of his digits with a lightsaber when he was trying to make some
0: fucking some veal chops. They always love the probe, fucking idiots. That's why knows about aliens. Well,
1: you know why, bro? There's a great book out. I want to talk to you about this. There's a great book about. out called "The Day, uh, the Day After Roswell," and it was written by Lieutenant Colonel Rick Corso, who was in the Air Force. He was an intelligence officer, officer who he was his he his, he got he was he went with the load to bring back the alien body with all the fucking spacecraft and the technology and then he got what he called the nut file and a friend of mine was reading this book and he said I have to I can't, I, I guess I can't finish reading. It's too scary. I said, give me the book. What's the book
0: called? The day, day After, after... Roswell. Okay, and he talks about the it. nut file. And he
1: calls it the nut file because if, because if I told anybody else about this, they thought I was a nut. And if you look at it, it all matches up. That was 1947. But all the technology in a cell phone was reverse engineered off that spacecraft that crashed in Roswell. Dude, you look at the computing industry. In 1962, they had a computer where It had vacuum tubes on it with little light bulbs. It was a giant fucking adding machine. And then they fucking release this technology. Ten years later, you got the Commodore 64, which was down to fit on the size of a desk. And from there, it's gotten faster and more powerful yep. by the minute. But that all that technology, stuff—he talks technology. about a story where he goes into Bell South. He goes, "They're working on night vision goggles, but it's this dome-like thing, and they and 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 two guys got to carry it. It's like heavy and awkward and bulky." And he goes, "I'm stopping by. I'm going to help you. You guys are doing a little research. I'm just going to give you this." You can find out about it. Incorporate, it. you know. A couple years later, you got the mono goggle that comes down, so you can see in the dark other, from this thing. So, and I think, I think aliens have been interfering with our evolution for thousands of years. I mean, that's just the way I feel. It's just because you look at your television, look at that digital marvel. You can order a sandwich off of it. You can update your Facebook status and tweet from it. It's a 4K. Yeah. The Human eye can't even process all the visual information in a 4K image, and you're showing me the fucking Kardashians on it, you cocksucker. You know what I mean? That's like I,
0: two different fucking conspiracies. That is that is dude, this dude. is crazy. It's aliens and then there's also satan worshipping which everybody thinks that the Kardashians are all into, dude. That they're fucking crazy, dog oh, Okay, well, I don't, I don't want to get into all that I, anyways, I'd like to be able to argue it Except I've never seen a single fucking episode You know, I get no. I, I don't really even watch it either Occasionally it was all I could beat off to <laughs> When I was on the road You ever had that where it's like Oh, the best I got is saved by the bell I gotta fucking pick and choose When I'm gonna fucking pull this fucking dick Oh, Jesus, uh, bro
1: Sometimes That's hilarious That's uh, funny
0: so, yeah, there's this whole thing about the alien technology and this whole thing that, you know, that... Well, dude, uh, look at it. Look at it. Look Look, look, look,
1: look at it. Like, people look like, you know, like, we get a hold of it and people take pictures of their genitals and send it to each other. Yes. Because it's a phone with a camera in it. Because everybody fucking relax. Does everything we got to be do got to be digitally archived so future generations can look back on our, uh, on, on the digital archive and go, Oh, what a bunch of fucking dude. assholes. They, they took pictures
0: of their food. And then they complained about these restaurants. Chicks now they're having kids. These these children. There's a good chance that your mother had a train ran on her by somebody. Just like five dudes went conga line on that snatch. And it's just like, that's where things are because of porn, the proliferation of pornography and all this shit. These girls just, they don't give a fuck, man. And, you know. and Well, I'm you fu- know what's the funny thing is, and I know
1: you, you like to talk about porn, but I don't watch it anymore. I quit watching it, too. You know why? Because your mind can't unsee those images. And I don't like, I just think it's, I mean, well, women, another thing women complain about, oh, the pornography it's the. I go, well, then tell women to stop showing up and doing it, because it doesn't
0: seem to be any shortage of that. Otherwise, you just got nine guys standing around with
1: hard-ons, and no one's going to fucking watch that. Who the fuck's going to watch that?
0: Do you think they should legalize porn? I mean, legalize prostitution, Jimmy?
1: No. Why? Well, do you think people should go to jail for it? No, I don't think people should go to jail for it. And you know what? I, I could do it. I guess I don't know. It's like,
0: it's like fucking I capitalism. There's supply and there's demand. I'm a guy, I got 200 It's like 200 the old Carlin bit.
1: Selling's legal. Fucking's legal. Why can't selling fucking be legal? That's like <laughs> George, George Carlin. That's not too bad, right?
0: Yeah, that I was, was a, great. I was, a, I was a good Carlin. Dude, I remember <laughs> seeing Carlin at the comedy store, and it was so crazy to watch The Master, but he, it was nuts because he stood. I, it was the thing that stood out to me, how he stood the whole way at the back of the main room stage. All the way in the back, right before the curtains come down. Yeah, like, so everybody
1: could see them. It was great. I'm like, no, dude. but that's interesting because everybody can see them, dude. You just hit me
0: to something. That's great.
1: That's try playing the main room like that. Try playing all the way to the back. No, yeah, sit back there and perform. Everybody walks out. Why don't you stay back and play? That way, everybody can see you. Yeah,
0: I'm down. With try, Those man.
1: people on the side get fucking shitty to get to stare at your ass all night. <laughs> We got a green light over here, bro.
0: As if he says if We're going well. through What this right here Is California inspection It's a fruit inspection station Right So they're inspecting So we got fruit <laughs> patrol Stopping the Chiquita Banana Lady From getting into California yeah. And just committing terrorism Yeah No but it's so funny But there's nobody there We just yeah. drove through it Hey you wanna but shove I, A fucking I pineapple had, I, up your ass I, I, I had Brian Holtzman And Don Barris
1: with me We were doing oh a gig In God. Lake Havasu And I fucking pulled in He goes You got any fruit or Vegetables in there I said yeah This guy's a fruit And this guy's a vegetable I Fucking
0: floored it and left in my dust. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What's your thoughts on Brian Holtzman? He seems to be like a legend. At the Comedy Store. What, what's your thoughts well, look, on? this
1: I love Brian, man. I love Brian Holtzman. I, I, I think he's, you know what's uh, the, it's appealing about Brian? is yeah. He's dangerous. You never know what he's going to say or do. Right. And I, and I, and I just, For and sure. he's so likable. He's just a likable guy, yeah. man. And, uh, you know, I, I, mean, I got a history with Holtzman. I love the guy. I'm not going to say, I would never say anything N- bad about no, him. No, no, no. And I, 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 I love I that. that, you know, he, you know he, he's, he's got, you know, got, got his act together. And, he, and he's trying, but, you yeah. know, look, he's right. This is a fucking Tough thing to do. Doing stand-up's a tough thing to do every it's really day. Really rough, you know. So, but uh, but 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 I love him. I love watching Brian. He makes me laugh. Like I love watching Joey Diaz. I love, I love watching you in your main room sets. You fucking the, cocksucker! The, the, when you do when you do the karate kick, bro. I don't know you haven't done that in a while. But you used to use a lovely karate kick, the mic stand, yeah, and all that stuff, dude. I I love that stuff because because you know it's like even Sebastian when Sebastian was coming up. I always thought you get to watch like you know I had my growth spurts, but you get to watch these guys grow as performers. You know, this from guy's got it. To this
0: guy's got it. This guy's got it. You know, you go. Sebastian knew who he was from the very start, dude.
1: And I always talked to Sebastian, even you know, even before like you know, he was just it was just hilarious. He, he, you know, he had that Chicago accent. I, yeah, he was very uh, yeah. He knew what he was early on. You know, what I mean, he right. knew what he was trying to do. So, right. Kudos to him, and he did it. You know. Yeah,
0: he did. I mean, he he got picked up very early by Dice, and Dice took him on the road forever. And he just learned. He just learned. And he was always grinding, always grinding. You You got to
1: grind, bro. Like you said, ain't no safe space in comedy. There's no crying in comedy.
0: Yeah, you better fucking grind, homeboy. And that's kind of what I love doing. I love doing stand-up where I I stand up, my YouTube page, this podcast, all the podcasts that I do. I love doing all of it, man. Yeah, I would love Like You know, it's so funny because I'd love to have, like, he was talking about Brad
1: Garrett earlier. But I'd love to have that career. You do sitcoms, and then you go out and do stand-up whenever you want. Yeah. And, you know, you make the, you know, you made your, you know, nine years on a hit TV show that was on a major network. back in he the golden another back show, in, right? Back, yeah, and then he was in another show, but, I mean, the golden age. He's I'm getting ready to do another one for CBS, but the golden age of, like, Screen Actors Guild, when you yeah. can make, you know, make a $200,000 an episode, and you're probably still getting residual checks for hundred grand in the mail, and, and being able to go out and do stand-up comedy on the side and run your own club and take care of comedians and put a lot of work in comedians pockets and you go up there two two times a week you go up there you know I mean just it's just great man yeah look Seinfeld still doing it you know one thing I do notice is that even guys like Tim Allen go back to doing it Drew Carey goes back to doing it it's so amazing that even after you've made millions of dollars doing it you still want to do it yeah you, you know what I mean like some For guy sure. I know some guys like Anthony Clark he's got all his money in the world and he's just done you know what I mean? Just
0: doesn't enjoy doing it. Uh, yeah. I, but I just find that, like, I just don't know why people stop doing it. Like, Tom Green is a wonderful guy. He's great. He didn't do stand-up forever after his fucking, you know, when he had that big burst. It's like, that guy should have been doing comedy right out the gate. Like, Steve-O. steve O's a good friend of mine. Dude, that guy. As soon as they stopped doing those movies, he's in doing stand-up, and now he's like five, six, seven years into it, and he's getting better and better and better. And that guy's grinding. I've yeah. heard.
1: I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard he's that. He's
0: learned it. Yeah. Learned never had a chance. Never
1: had a chance to meet him, but I mean, you know, he went from that jackass stuff into like seriously doing dude, stand-up. Dude, those movies were fucking funny, dude, bro. Hilarious, dude. Hilarious. They're fucking. Funny, I remember watching it with my nephew, and I was falling off the couch, dude. I was falling off the couch.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, that shit where I mean, that Johnny Knoxville, when he
1: did that movie where he was posing as a special Olympian and yeah. he went to confess to the priest and he gets punched right through the face through the screen and the priest throws him out of church.
0: I mean, dude. Uh, that dude, movie should have been way bigger than it was. Oh, dude. But funny. whenever you talk about mentally handicapped people, people get sensitive. I always
1: say mentally uncumbered.
0: It's special The word retarded is about assholes Someone's retarded. They're being an asshole. Yeah, but, special needs. But I mean,
1: now special needs is like the, it's not the same thing. They usually lump it all together, but it's not all together. There's autism and people on different sides of the autism spectrum, and it's
0: different. Everybody has different needs. But so yeah, nobody's making fun of that. Although, I start unless- wearing glasses on stage because I'm losing my eyesight, and I get pounded on by everybody on the internet. They're like, "Nice gimmick, dude. My gimmick, my hook. I'm blind, fuckface." This isn't a hook. Who's trying to be the blind guy on stage? Yeah, you think I want
1: to? You think I want to wear glasses? You don't want to hook. Here's what you do: you get contacts and actually draw glasses on your head and go out and perform that way. <laughs> yeah,
0: what well, if I did ahead. my whole set doing the weird French guy up down,
1: upside down? Oh, fuck. Dude, you know what I love? I love guys who gotta who gotta fucking come out with a weird hairstyle.
0: Yes. You know that that whole thing is fucking it just, so. It's I'm, like just
1: do the fucking wow, jokes.
0: Wow, dude, that's just Hollywood now. It's almost like We were talking earlier about fucking. You know? No, but I mean, when you come out and your hair
1: spikes straight up in the air,
0: yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not talking, like
1: Carrot Top's got a little bit of a fucking do on them, you, you know what I mean? remember
0: a short time at the comic store? I don't know if you were there, there was a guy who called himself the Polly Shore of Germany. And he had this long, long, he had this like, this white kid in play, but it was like two feet high. It was so fucking He lasted about two weeks. Yeah. And then he but went back to Germany. Now he's doing <laughs> scat porn or some shit like and that, that. Now
1: he's like a cock for drug money out there <laughs> in fucking uh, in Munich.
0: The British Fasche Friesche. The Friedrichshafen. <laughs> the Hurken
1: and the Hurken and the Schmirken. And he's, he's down there. He says, "Why?" He says, which means violate the opening. Öffnen You know, this guy's doing. He's doing. Uh, he's in a fucking improv group called the fucking uh, the, called the Bratwurst I wonder if you
0: know, <laughs> them, if they ever have live sex improv. Give uh, me an orifice to fuck. Can I get an orifice to fuck? Oh, Can I so get a hole? Can I get a hole to fuck? Can I get a hole? Oh, dude. <laughs> Can I get an office for us to do porn in? That'd be so funny, dude. That'd be so. I used to funny. do. I
1: used to do a joke about that. I go. Some of those porn stars are married. That's gotta be weird. You know. You see your. You see your mate pulling into the driveway with a sad look on the on the <laughs> face. Oh, what's the matter? Another t- day at the orifice? <laughs> 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 is
0: that funny I, enough to do on stage? I, well, or is I that too punny? To my friend about how like is that too punny? No, it's, it's funny? great. It's uh, great. It <laughs> another great. tough day. Dwarfish. No, that was great. <laughs> I laughed at it. It was great, dude. <laughs> but about how like my friend Caleb Page is, is really was cool. She retired from doing porn, but it's like <coughs> the fine line between porn and prostitution. Like cops show up. Hey, are you doing prostitution? Yes, you guys got to throw a camera up. No, we're artists. We're shooting porn right now.
1: Yeah, we're making a movie. <laughs> we're making a movie. <laughs> but, you know, you know but, and between me and you, bro, I, and everybody listening, <laughs> but the term porn star gets thrown around an awful lot today. Yeah, yeah, you go, yeah, no, yeah. you're not a star. I don't see the it quality. I don't see the the yeah. it factor happening yeah. over here. Yeah. You're just somebody who makes bad decisions. You take your clothes off and let strangers fuck you and let other
0: people film it, okay? That does not make you a star, okay? Hey, Hey, nah, dude, but some of them are business people. They're just as sick and twisted as comedians, Yeah, but, dude. bro, yeah, but you know what the, the other thing is? Like, dude, I mean, that's, do you, you think guys could do that? Guy,
1: you think guys could just take off the clothes and let? Dude, there's dude, there's got to be dudes in porn. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why you should pay attention to math class. But yeah. I mean, I'm a solo into, artist. I'm a solo artist. The guy just stands
0: in front of a I camera and I mean, dude, I would. You never want any, like your daughter to do the gig, but it is a serve. It's just like it's, there's one guy he like has all the top uh, porn stars. He drug tests them, you know to make sure they're not doing drugs. And some of them are just broken toys. Some of them are just lazy. You know, yeah. I mean, and that's just comics, man. It's it is a fucking weird. I'd not say no, I always say, I say, say
1: comedians are like strippers in the sense that yeah. we, we stand up there. We undress mentally, mentally. My
0: problem is with the th- with these girls like I w- I've always wanted to go to business school and learn how to how. Even though I hate uh, Wall Street, I, I don't want to participate in that part of capitalism But I always thought man go to business school learn how Wall Street works and just be a, an Investor for these fucking strippers and these porn stars who make fat cash. Fat cash. Dude, you know the porn industry.
1: I a statistic uh, recently that the porno industry makes more money than concerts, movies, television, and sporting events combined.
0: Yeah, dude. Combined. Young guys love watching girls get fucked. And it's just like, the problem is, <laughs> you these know, the girls... thing, the problem is, bro, is it's unhealthy for them. It's
1: really unhealthy. It fucking warps your sensibilities. Well,
0: 100 percent. And, and,
1: and I got news for you. A lot of these porn stars are drug addicts. They turn to drugs. They can't live with themselves. They dude. disappointed their mom and their dad. And they're out there doing this. And it's like, what do we do to make you think that this was okay to make your living? We wanted you weren't. You know what I mean? I mean, dude. I, I, look, I, I get it. But it's but it's you know it's an, it's another thing. It's like I, I just it's just
0: kind of it's kind of Jesus. Apply yourself a little bit. No, no, no. Some do, dude, I get. I, it's not professional 100%. But, you know, it's also like coal mining. It's not good for you, but it's a fucking way to pay your bills. I'm not going to say it's 100%, you know, like positive and it's the greatest thing ever. But it is a gig. It is a business. There's a. The key is to fucking take the money you make and invest it correctly so you don't have to do it forever. Yeah. You know, that's my whole thing. It's just like invest it, man. It's not the perfect gig or the greatest gig, but it is a gig. And like people like, well, it's like being like, in the NFL. Dude, do so it's like be- Real quick, most of these girls, dude, are come from trailers, man. They're not the smart. Like they don't come from the best homes. They don't. And if some of them can somehow put it together to make a lot of money, and they could find themselves, get themselves a little, a little money, to a little, a little, I don't know. Uh, Nest egg that they can maybe become a real estate. Uh, what well, do you mean uh, springboard
1: agent. into a legitimate business? Yes. Where you invest your money yes. in, and then you could start yes. a clothing
0: line it's or some something. We'd never go. Most of them would probably. The difference between well, yeah, but dude, them a, and uh, working at a fucking a Seven Eleven or McDonald's, and God bless you if you do that. But you know, the, 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 well, dude, look at the NBA. These guys
1: retire out of the NBA three years after getting out of the NBA, and making millions of dollars. They're all broke. Yeah. They're all broke. Yeah. It's the same with them. I mean, you're only going to get to play for like you know. 7, 8, if you're lucky, 9, 10, 11, 12 years. I mean, and then the game's over. It's like being a football player. The average football career is three years. Here's something you trained your whole life to fucking play. You put your body through 52 car accidents On a fucking Sunday You've done damage to your body You probably got damage to your brain And you're only going to play the game For three or four years professionally So I don't blame uh, NFL stars For fucking holding out for more cash Because it's the same thing no, It's the I same agree. thing with anybody I mean it's the same thing with this kid You think I'm going to be out there doing, t- Telling dick jokes when I'm fucking 80 No. Like fucking Rickles
0: I think Rickles loves it though dude
1: yeah, of course he loves it because it pumps through his fucking blood. That's what's kept him young. Dude, that's what keeps him fucking still going. All those other I'm people are gone. To, yeah. Joe Rivers is gone. Carson's gone. They're all fucking gone. Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Sammy, all
0: those people from that era. Bob Hope, you know, Jack Benny. He's still fucking hanging and banging, man. Hanging and banging, homeboy. That's what this podcast gonna be called. He's rocking hanging out. Hanging and banging. He's rocking out with his cock out.
1: He's falling Hanging out with his, his ball banging, out. Yeah. He's jamming with out with you, his dude. clam
0: out. I'm, with you, I'm <laughs> with you, dude. I'm with you, dude. Nothing, You know You know what's so interesting with this podcast, man? I, it's This feed is safe space, which I tend to do rant podcasts. But lately I've had some great interviews. Like I had uh, you. I had the guys who produced uh, Dying Laughing. Yeah, and then the the week before that, I had my dad on, so I got to interview some great people. That's and awesome, dude. Yeah, that was a lot of it's fun. Some good man. company. There you go. That, that, good that, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of well, fun. Oh, you know, dude. Here we are. We
1: just got done doing seven days in Las Vegas performing Life there, is good, dude. major casino. We're heading back to freaking, You know, I get to hung out. I get to meet Jerry Seinfeld and hang out with Brad Garrett for a week. I got to like do shows. I like Seinfeld up, you know. a lot.
0: I dude, feel like, he's
1: a, dude. He's a. You talk about a guy who gets it. Monster businessman, Jerry Seinfeld. Is a monster businessman he was actually very wealthy before he did seinfeld seinfeld put him on a whole nother level like the kind of wealth that his grandkids will be wealthy will feel you yes, know what i mean yes. like his grandkids kids ch- his yeah. grandkids kids will feel the wealth yes. that jerry that, that jerry has accumulated over his lifetime he's smart and and he's just uh, you, you do this look, look what you know look at these guys like this that lay the template down. Look Do at Larry, see, the cable
0: guy. Oh, We're looking right now for... in if, and out Burger. Where? Uh, is that over there? Right there. Okay, dude. Oh, you man. see how I grabbed this shit, dude? Do you, you see how you. I did that, man? Bro, and we're not even going to stop podcasting as we go through the in and out Burger. Look at that, dude. I fucking... I knew... I sensed my, t- my spider senses were tingling. And I'm like, what the fuck? I think it's near. I think it's near. Yeah, yeah. That was my you. Carlin. That was my impersonation of you doing, Carlin. Yeah. I want to know. Yes.
1: Dude, what are we rocking here at the, uh, what are we rocking here at the, uh, at the end of the We're just eat, hanging and banging. Dude, if you're going <laughs> to <eat, laughs> I'll get the hanging and banging special. Dude, we're bro. hanging. We're banging. Fucking bro. I'll get the hanging and banging special. What's that? That's where you, if I can walk the bull past the fire, knock its horns off, wipe its ass and put it on some bread and bring it to me the Hanging and Banging special, what? bro. Welcome
0: to the Hanging... Oh, there it is. In and Look out. That's what our hamburger is are all, all about. about. Yes. It's just, oh,
1: dude, it's like all of a sudden they're sponsoring the podcast, bro. Man. Yeah. How about little did they know? So are we going to keep little. podcasting as we go through the drive-thru on the in and out Burger?
0: Yes, man. We're going to. People uh, going people are going to get jelly. Guys, congratulations. You're on one of the top podcasts in the world. In and out. I, do you think IHOP wants to fight Denny's? Look how close they are. you think they're in a oh, yeah. war? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it's, like,
1: it's so funny. It's That's it's, it's the kind of thing you, you expect. think
0: it's open, dude? It looks very empty.
1: Oh, dude, I don't know. Oh, then, no, we may have. Oh, no, there's somebody. I see movement. I see movement. Oh,
0: dude, did we actually find an In-N-Out that's half empty?
1: Oh, dude. Dude, what is this? What is this? Walk in here. I In-N-Out customer parking only. Okay, let's oh, yeah, see. There are people in there eating. Bro. There are people fucking they're, they're, in there. They're, they're dressed. They're
0: fucking in there. Dude, look at that! And that's why they call it now oh, oh, dude! Dude, the guy's ordering. We have the Unibomber. I see a guy the looking unab- like a Unibomber. Or- what?
1: What's just happened there? I don't know, but we're going through the drive thru right?
0: Is Is it open the drive? Oh, I gotta go. I gotta do this weird kind of thing around. Okay. Look at this, bro. Oh yeah, you could have come down this way. Panda
1: Express, bro. How about that? How about MSG?
0: Yeah, how about the, that? You want to call this call a that. little too gooky.
1: You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ought to call it the MSG Express? The MSG Express. Yeah, go there and just look. You can hear your vein, your arteries hardening as you eat, as you eat that food.
0: It's so weird because Ch- the Asians have such good right. diets, and we just bastardize it. Oh yeah, I know.
1: What are we doing? Are dude? you
0: open? Hello? 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 Let's let's drive up. Let's drive up, you um, better me, be.
1: Maybe can we just drive up to the window? Unless they saw us pull in and they're giving us a... Are you guys
0: hiding? Are you open? Are you guys open?
1: i You open? Are
0: you Large feminine man, come here. It's a large feminine man who's making eye contact with me but refuses to walk up to the window. Maybe, should I reverse it? Yeah, go around. Are you open? Are you open? Open? Not open? Not open. Yeah. Fuck that guy in the clicky claims. Uh, dude, then shut. Uh, yeah, what? There's people, people are, are eating. eating. You should walk in there. Should we walk in there? Yeah, dude. People gonna, are eating.
1: Yeah, he just told us we're closed. Look at all the cars out front. All right, I'm gonna go in and ask, dude. No, he, they're not gonna service.
0: What the fuck? What Time is it? One.
1: Yeah, they're closed.
0: God damn it, bro! What a horrible thing! What a horrible. I thought thing this is. is America, dude. Did they close in there? They're still open. What do you no, want to do? Let's go in. Let's, go, let's in. go in, dude. We're gonna turn this right, off. Put, for turn this off, and we'll pick it up. All right, me and this feminine g- big man are gonna have a little discussion.